0: sings Cause I'm the one that's rambling in Knew that you'd be in the lake Just in time to necessitate Something's awful missed it seems Running away from all our childhood dreams you're the one who still wants it all. Man's the man that cannot seem to recall. Since 17 This is Alex with the Y. If I didn't pick up, I don't wanna to talk to you. Or I'm busy. Yeah, that's nicer. Damn, why can I say anything nice? Anyways, this is Alex with a Y. I'm busy. Call later.
1: We met the day after the last summer rain, a little before the start of ninth grade. We both were new students, so the administration made us take summer classes to catch up to the level of our classmates. The hallways that faced the courtyard were covered in cockroaches brought in by the rain. The sticky, humid air carried the scent of cinnamon from the ambulant vendor selling churros a couple of blocks away. You always said that you made the first move, and I always let you. However, the truth is, I was the one to approach you. I asked, do you know where classroom 2B is? And you walked me there. It was a nice adventure. You asked me a lot of questions, but none of them felt like small talk. You asked about my strand of dark blue hair, and I told you i dyed it myself in a moment of boredom. Why blue? Because it's the color of the sky. I like the idea of being close to it.
0: (laughs) The sky has more colors than just blue. Uh, Purple, pink, red, orange, and black, like the hair of almost everyone.
1: We talked about summer. You went to the beach and almost drowned, but an old fisherman saved you, told you about all the secrets of the sea, and taught you how to make sirens fall in love with you. I told you I spent most of the summer reading romance novels, cuddling up in my bed with a cup of my grandma's hot cocoa. When the last bell rang, all reservations I had of making a bad impression in front of you dissolved. The anxiety that had stayed with me for weeks when I met new people decided to leave after just a day of meaningless questions and bad jokes. I felt comfortable in a way I had never felt at school. For all the time we spent together those last days of summer, I only learned your name, Alex until autumn arrived and we started ninth grade. Your name was different from the one written on the call list, and you hadn't been certain if you could trust me with that part of you yet. You said names reveal more about ourselves than we ever give them credit for. Your older sister had taught you the power of names, the beauty found in words like lady and gentleman, the power a dress could have on a very bad day, the harm all three could make if applied the wrong way. You taught me I could decide for myself an identity other than what my parents gave me. You helped me discover new words for what I could be, like Timmy girl. You taught me a lot of things. How to multiply fractions, how to get away with not doing homework, how to talk to girls with perfect ponytails and makeup that made them into goddesses, how to get myself out of my books and go on adventures with you instead. That was when I stopped wondering if we were friends or not. The seventh day into our freshman year, You took the book that I was reading and closed it on my face. Convinced me to ditch biology class. They were teaching bullshit anyways. We escaped the old gray building that was our school and walked all the way to the Golden Mall. We bought the cheapest ice cream that we could find, tried on clothes we were never going to buy, and spent the rest of our afternoon window shopping. I miss those days when I felt comfortable. When every morning that I woke up so early that the sun was still sleeping was fine, because in a few minutes I would be meeting you at our dreadful gray cockroach-infested school, because I knew that you could get me in a way that my parents could never. You have your sister to show you the different shades of gender, but I only had you. Together we would discover the answers as to why we were taught the sky is blue in the first place when this is a lie, what math even is, what makes a moment important enough to call it history. Now every conversation we have feels like small talk. When we debate the color of the sky, it's no longer an exploration of the cosmos, but a comment on the weather. Rather than a listener of your adventures, I feel like a spectator, left alone to fend for myself, trying to discover what you did on the weekend from out of context clues. Instead of taking me out of my books, you're letting me get submerged in the statuary world of edited experiences. And you haven't even given me an answer to the shift of my bedrock. Because that is what you are, my foundation, that holds me against the thunderstorm that is high school. That's what hurts the most. Why won't you explain why we aren't talking anymore? I am still your friend, right? Call me back.
0: You you scared to be alone. You stared deeply into your phone. Call Me Back was told by the following people A. Blair as Juretzi, Nicholas Satt as Alex, Ariocho Ventreiras as the crew and with additional help from story development by Fiction2Cabin from TYWI's summer program. The music was, for the opening, since 17, and for the ending, Making It Right, both by Derek Clegg. Let's retrospect, Sealing Glimpses of Your Face by Holisna CCO, and I Miss You by Sub-Eyes as Bad Music. This worked, Use the effect Homemade Rainstick, made by Marco Sinazzo, who very kindly shared it in freesound.org. This work is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial, share-like Forbunoi international license. For more information, check out the website link in the show notes. See you next week, and remember, a friend is someone who makes fun not only of you, but with you.